Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. It's time to get a gun. That's what I've been thinking. Well, I could afford one. And if I did just a little less drinking, time to put something between me and the sun. everybody, welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 544 for February 21st, 2024. I am one of your hosts, Kelly. I'm another one, Adriel. I am Liberal Dave. <laughs> I am Kyle. <laughs> I'm Mo. And, and then there's this... Yeah. Uh, do, I, do I say something? Get it, <laughs> sure. get in there. I'm a special yeah. guest that's going to get you all on some sort of watch list, Patrick, from the Modern Canadian Shooter Podcast. Welcome to the Another list. To the Another list. Uh, watch lists Another. are like Pokemon. you got to collect the whole set. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it right there. Right. Well, it's nice to see everybody. Great to have you on, Dave, our random liberal. Um, let's get into <laughs> <friend>. the show. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we uh, tell everybody what we did in guns this week? Adrian, why don't you start us off? I can certainly do that. Uh, I did a pal and our pal course in Calgary with uh, my buddy Dave. Cool. Uh, it was good. So he does these like at volume, and uh, and I got some really good tips on doing these things at volume because there's it's quite different than just doing doing a onesie twosie, doing it as like a I don't know a, a part time side side gig, right? Doing it uh, doing weekend well, it's not his side gig; it's his main gig. I'm gonna have it as a side gig, but uh, yeah, got some got some good tips from him. Saw some uh, so, some of how he runs his class because g- keep in mind, I did my pal like I was on the receiving end of the pal instruction uh, 20 years ago, uh, so uh, I'm a little bit rusty on it. And I went through the course materials and that kind of thing. But to see someone else like which parts do you spend time on, which parts don't you spend time on, and which parts do people get caught up on? Uh, chokes, yeah. They like the chokes. They, they just can't get the chokes. Okay, well, I'll spend a little bit more time on that one. That you know, so it was good from that perspective. And then, the, like a lot of the logistics, um, paperwork, how you set up the the classroom and all that kind of stuff was uh, was fantastic. And it's timely because uh, I'm doing another one this weekend uh, in Edmonton. Here, this will be my uh, uh, my intro class at Sherwood Park. So I'm going to be doing a, a pal course there. And uh, yeah, I'm really looking looking forward to it. One of the things I noticed from uh, from Dave's class, uh, he takes a shitload of guns to his classes. So basically every student has a gun in front of them. Uh, you don't have like, no, just one of each. No, no, no. Lots of them. So once I got home, I started disabling a bunch of like taking the firing pins out of some or yeah. some that are like real crap, like ultra crap that I don't really care about. I, I removed the firing pin permanently. AKA the high point carbine. It's uh, no, I was going to say not, those things don't go off anyway. <laughs> so why would you even bother <laughs> disabled from the factory? <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, it was like kind of okay, but uh, cheap, definitely cheap enough to where I don't feel bad cutting that. Part. And they, they sell parts for them too. So yeah, I, uh, I cut that firing pin off. Uh, so yeah. And, and the other thing I'm doing right now is buying more pal course guns, because if I have like 12 students, I want to have 12 guns right now. I've got like nine that I'm going to, I'm prepped to, to bring with, which I think is enough. We'll put some people off, off rotation, have them act as 
uh, ROs for for the uh, for the class and just kind of look to okay. look at other people doing it. But uh, I want to have guns for everyone. So nice. I am looking for some lever actions. Is primarily what I'm looking for. I found a couple of guys in Edmonton that are selling some cheaper ones. So I'll be looking for some worn out Winchester 94s and 92s and that kind of thing to do for the class which i hate i hate levers they're just they're, they're just awful awful guns they're so stupid outdated technology um i feel uh, the same way about the hard r gun the revolver uh just mm-hmm. not a very good gun not and but the, you want to do an rpl class you need two revolvers yeah and a semi-automatic you need a single action and a double action revolver like who buys single action revolvers I think all of us have. Yeah. Everybody that's currently on Another the show. Another way to bet if it's one. a fed or not. How many single action revolvers do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Only a Wrangler. Yeah, yeah he's fine. Only yeah. a Wrangler. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. Or double action revolvers for that. Anyways, yeah, uh, revolvers. No, I don't really. I only have the one. So, um, but I saw that there's 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 actually been quite a bit of demand for the restricted course. I didn't think there would be because well, yeah, you can't buy handguns, right? So why? But. So I, uh, the very first email I got, someone's like, "Hey, are you offering the restricted uh, course? Because I need to do one for uh, work." I'm like, "Oh no, I, I didn't really think anyone would want one." And I keep getting people who want to do it, and there's a couple of good reasons for it um, that I didn't think about: um, borrowing, borrowing yep. or lending a handgun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can do it for a long time, very long time. So if you've got a buddy who's got like a pile of handguns boy like you might as well get you restricted and then borrow a handgun for a long time right and you just mm-hmm. you know head to the range or, or whatever the uh, the other thing yeah restricted uh, rifles and, and shotguns and that kind of thing i don't think a lot of people get a restricted for that specifically but uh, there's some of those out there too mm-hmm. and uh some of the three gun matches are starting to allow you to use a pcc and shotgun instead of rifle pistol shotgun so if you wanted a shorty, like a like that little BNT nine, that really small one, oh it's mm. so it's so nice. It's a uh it's practically a handgun. Yeah. Uh and if you wanted to use that, boy, that would be fun, right? So long story short, um, I've now got some RPAL courses scheduled nice. Um, nice. on the Sunday after some some Saturday courses, uh, just so that we've got some of those kind of in the summer because like sure park's a little bit far away from my place about an hour drive but uh yeah in the summer if i go camping for the weekend and i camp out there do a course go to bed and tent and you know get get up do another one and you know all that kind of stuff it'd be fine uh what else did i did oh um my lead levels i think i was talking uh, last last show or two shows ago that it was like at the high range i misread it i'm like in the mid range. Um, I'm not even near the high range or where, or where, where the range where they start to consider it high. So I just distribute that to like, I could shoot more. I guess I can, you know, chew on some more 22 rounds or something like that in between, you know, shooting them. You don't have that lead paint stare yet. So I think you're good. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like marks on your windows. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I didn't know because like I, 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 I'm on the range a lot. And yeah, I'm not, like, yeah. uh, when you're on the range, like the dust that's on the tables, and I kind of think got a little bit of lead in it that when you're sweeping up, I've uh, mm. lead flying up in the air, clothes are probably covered in lead. But like when, when I get home, I typically uh, stick my clothes straight into the wash and uh, I don't, like all my gun stuff goes into the gun room. It doesn't go in a general living area. Right. So yeah, um, that I don't smelt lead. I don't, I don't like melt it and uh, cast or anything like that. So, uh, and my tumbling is an outgoing. 
Yeah. And Trevor or, had issues with that, but he was shooting yeah. like every single day, was he not? Pretty much. Oh, no, not every day. But he was it also come casting, from like, too. Yeah. yeah, casting or or dry tumbling uh, also uh, puts a lot of layer up in the air. Yeah. And he was yeah. also working in... Yeah. Uh, in, oh, that's true. He's working for... At the gun yeah. store. I, I, I dry tumble, but yeah. I, it's in my workshop. That's far away from my living quarters, so... And you typically don't shoot indoors. You're outdoors. No, I don't like shooting indoors. Yeah, I would exactly. prefer to shoot in the cold and snow and driving wind than inside. Builds character. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what I like to think about it. And it's cheaper. That's primarily. Um, go Tenda. I went and bought some more stuff from them. They had some 20 gauge. They had some 410 for not ridiculous price and some 762 by 39 and some GSG mags. Cause, uh, yeah, my kids, my, my youngest wants to use that GSG 16 for three gun and I need some mags for it. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Lots of chance to practice stoppage drills. <laughs> <laughs> it's been flawless so far, but we'll oh, see yeah. what happens when it gets dirty. I'm, I'm running high, higher quality bulk ammo through it. Okay. Uh, if I ran Thunderbolt, I, I bet you it would start jamming within 500 rounds. True. Um, my Mauser safety tool. I don't know if I showed this last time. Did I show this last time? I um, made a 3D model. Yeah, for, you, like my, I did. Yeah, you did. Okay. I think it's a great tool. Um, now. Um, did you? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you did. I have to think because we do was things in private seat? too. Maybe, maybe that was a that was a maple seed call. Oh, you I know what? It was maple seed call. A- it's Adriel, a three, we hang so out the, way too much. <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> our other call, Kelly. Oh, yeah. uh, so okay. the the Swedish Mausers I've got the wing safety on them is a little bit stiff for someone for yeah. like a youth or something like that. It's really stiff, and I was thinking like, geez, how do I like the gut? Otherwise, is really good for this kind of thing. Big chunky bolt on a straight bolt, easy to run. Uh, but how do I deal with this safety? Uh, I designed in, well, design, it's a brick with a little cutout in it, but uh, I designed like a little thing that you slip over the wing and then this thing makes it super easy to run the safety. Hmm. So for leverage. I'll take that. I'll take that. So if we have anyone who's got like weak finger strength, they can, they can use the tool. So that's and, also something uh, that you did with guns. You actually hosted the first call this year and you showed us the, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually showed up to that one. Yeah. It's a good thing too, right? Since yeah. You're hosting it. it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had our uh, our inaugural 2024 IT call from Maple Seed. This is all the instructors and uh, instructors in training that uh, that get on to ask questions, see what's going on, see what's uh, see what's happening, and uh, what the season's going to look like. So we did that call. I've been setting up some Maple Seeds and yeah, some PAL courses and our PAL courses. I think I'm going to hit that. What did I set as a goal for myself? 15. <clears throat> like I'm going to I'm going to hit that number pretty easily uh, over the year. So. Yeah, that's what I've been up to. Uh, Mo, what about you? Uh, this past Saturday, I did my f- <clears throat> first uh, double header for Ipsic matches. So I've I've had weekends where I've done one on a Saturday and one on a Sunday, but this is the first time I went to two matches on the Saturday. So uh, my friend Martik and I drove to um the Utua range in near Gatineau Quebec like it was an 11 a.m squad uh we shot there in the morning went pretty well so it was a lot of fun and it went and the, the whole worry between the two was the other the other match was at uh, three o'clock and 
let's say 45 minutes away. So the only thing I was worried about is if, you know, the first match runs too long and the other one starts on time, which is, wasn't likely, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, the first one went really smooth. It was fun. And then we, we headed over to Ottawa uh, for the second one. And uh, that one went pretty well too. It was like really good, really good stages. The guy that puts it on does an awesome job. Uh, it's almost like level three quality. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was really good. There was a lot of good, a lot of good shooters, uh, in the, in the squads. And, uh, I did, I did pretty well. I was happy with how I did. Um, that's really it. I, I just been dry fire practicing a little bit more than I have been lately. So I'm getting back, getting kind of back into it. Um, nothing coming up this weekend either. So that's, that's too too bad but um that's really it for me i didn't do i didn't do anything else besides that how about you dave i renewed my membership at east gray gun club and i renewed my cssa membership i sold my 1903 sniper reproduction to a guy named andrew from alberta so adriel if you happen to see some dude named andrew running around with one of those probably mine so thank you very much andrew appreciate that enjoy it it's a, it's a real nice gun i uh, did some ora stuff for scheduling for next year and communications with members uh gonna be at the toronto sportsman show at the ora booth probably are on you? the 14th and the 17th yes are you coming Mm, now I'm going to have to come or die. <laughs> yes, I'll be there Thursday and Sunday. I can't make it Friday, Saturday, unfortunately. But okay. the two the two off days, I'll definitely be there at the at the ORA booth. Well, I was planning on being there on the Saturday and the Friday. <laughs> I'm go. not going to be there. So. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll we'll work something out, and we need to talk because uh, yeah, I know uh, we need to talk about the thing with the stuff in the chat. Yeah. Can't make Random Mr. Sporting stuff. Rifle shut up. Um, <laughs> he'll, he'll never shut up. Uh, Adriel, I greatly enjoyed the uh, the Valentine's Day troll post <laughs> that you put up, which is why I have my liberal flag on. Oh, I, yes. You're the secret out. liberal? <laughs> I'm the secret liberal. The secret liberal. There it is. He's I'm revealed himself. For those of you who didn't see it, Adriel posted a completely unsafe uh, AI-generated photo, which was obviously AI-generated because the dude's wearing, like, boxing gloves. It wasn't hey, hun, is this pistol it wasn't safe? super obvious. It was, it was, well, he was so wearing, obvious. He was wearing also two watches, and yeah, exactly. all of the was... legs were covered in hearts. And... Yeah, and the couple, loving couple is standing there with handguns <laughs> aimed at each other's head, and it's like Happy Range Day or something. And I'm like, there we go, Adriel threw yeah. up. It's on our Facebook page. You can go look at it. It is hilarious, and people lost their goddamn minds because yeah. people have no sense of humor. And my favorite comments were, "We ob you obviously have a liberal loose to be posting this sort of stuff, so that's me. Yeah. There he is. And uh, the other one I loved was that the, you know, oh, this is what, this is the anti-gunners are going to be up in arms about this. Dude, if you have a single shot cooey, you're literally Hitler to those people and you're yeah. uh, causing a genocide, so it doesn't matter what you do, they hate your guts and want you dead. Yeah. To so. me, that photo says, like, tell me that a couple recently just got a life insurance policy without telling me a couple recently just got a life insurance policy. Exactly. Beautiful. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
Yep, that was pretty awesome. So thank you, Adriel. That made me laugh, and the comments made me laugh even more. And thank you, Tracy, for pointing out that people are dumb and got trolled. I think a lot of people were making posts, but they were tongue-in-cheek, but people were also thinking <laughs> yeah. that yeah. they were serious. Um, uh, it, was, it was hilarious. You got it. Was. I, you know what? I didn't set out looking for that. I set out asking the AI for a happy Canadian couple at the range, and I saw the ones pointing the guns at each other. I'm like, yes, that one. <laughs> That's going up. <laughs> they, they definitely look happy. They oh, do. God. Very. Uh, well, yeah. one of them is about to get like $3 million from yeah. the health insurance policy. Like. <laughs> I do also want to say it's probably our most commented on, you know, most 100%. interacted post- in years, so thank yeah. you very much for that. By the way, just a throwaway, yeah. stupid. I imagine, eh? <laughs> Got to get more stuff up like that, Adriel. We know what the crowd wants now. Every week is coming. Every, every week. week now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it would have been better if we had a point out all the things wrong with this photo, and then everybody would be like, "Well, we're good. We can correct somebody." So it's cool. <laughs> well, last week I, I put up the the lamb shaking the tail with the gun, and that was AI generated. And it was like the lamb had a target on it, and it had the gun. Like, what is this like? They're going force on force, or uh, anyways, you won't on that. One. Well, that whole thing reminds me of I, there was this like R&B singer that was popular back in like the late two thousands, and like uh, like around like 2012, 2013, they just started posting like TikTok memes on their Facebook page, and all of a sudden they became like super popular. I forgot the guy the guy's name, and someone asked like, "Why are you posting all this like?" tiktok stuff that has nothing to do with your music and he's like because it gets way more attention than me saying like hey guys in the album or in the studio here working on a new single working on a new album i might get like three thousand likes for that versus like showing this tiktok that just gets you four and a half seconds of dopamine in your brain will get fourteen thousand likes like it's Mm. the algorithm ladies and gentlemen Mm-hmm. Thanks for bringing nice. people to the page. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Big shout out to my boy stupid. Mark Zuckerberg. Give us the Zuck Mark. Thank you. Yeah, post more stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of really funny, hilarious comments. Absolutely. Mike, Mike especially, he was point. Gavin, Gavin post. Go back and look at some of those comments. They were just golden. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, but yeah. I appreciate people being also saying, "Hey, you know what." This is unsafe. This is unsafe. unsafe. And I looked at it and I thought, this is not how you behave at the range. Yeah. Yeah. But they did have eyes and ear protection. So I did want to say that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. As long as you got your eye protection and your four watches, (laughs) you're you're good. You're good. Yeah. (laughs) That's all you need. That and love. (laughs) Next time I show up to an indoor range and be like, check it out. We got a G-Shock, we got a Sunto, we got a Nixon, and I've got, uh, yeah, I've got a, a smartwatch or a Fitbit as well. We good to go. I'm like, all right, this guy gets it. Get on the line. Yeah, get on there. <laughs> they looked very happy. Yeah, Ish. they very happy. Yeah. How about you, Kyle? What have you been up to? Um, so, um, had the call with uh, Adriel, obviously. Uh, what else? Uh, this weekend. So, I'm going to be shooting a match on Saturday indoor match ipsic um first one this year yay um i'm also on the work crew as well so i'll be doing that and i'm going to be um yeah so shooting a match actually that's awesome um the other other thing today too i had a nice little call today with uh jeffries of the calgary shooting center and was chatting with him today and i bought a tika t3x today so yeah nice eh? what caliber 
Uh, at 30, uh, 30 wood mag, or sorry, 30, 300 wood mag. I don't know where 30 came 30 from. Wood mag? Nice. Yeah, 30, right? <laughs> Anyways, 300 wood mag. Nice. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I also still have my cold cough and everything that goes along with it. So it makes perfect sense for me to be the host tonight. And <laughs> yeah, I think that's about it because, you know, you just- cough medicine, brain, not working. Do you just hate your shoulder or why 301 mag? Because it's needed. That's why. Because you hate your shoulder? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think we should be asking what, like, like just how much disposable income she has where she's buying a Tika T3X in 300 wind mag. Like, mag. Yeah. Like, I think we, bravo. Well done. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm. <clears throat> <clears throat> Anyways, so. Got to get one of everything, I guess. Like just like Pokemon, Pokey guys. Yeah. Like watch lists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Six point five, three hundred eight, three hundred meg. Three hundred, yeah. Where's your three 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 eight Lapua? I haven't gotten it yet, one? but I, that will be next. the next one. It's a little bit more than the Tika three T three X. Just saying. All right. Um, oh, look at we have some we have some participants from outside the uh, Canada, so. Kyle, you're joining us. What did you do in guns this week? Okay, the shortcut didn't want to work, but uh, so yeah, I haven't actually been on since our re- uh, recap of Shot Show. But uh, right afterwards, I hit up a local gun show there in Carlsbad, and because yeah, I wasn't gun showed out, <laughs> but uh, saw a BRN 180 there. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Like I, first time I actually seen one in person, and yeah, I had the normal AR-15 lower, but then looked at the upper, and hmm. So I was actually kind of curious if that actually ran better than the 180s that we got in Canada. Undoubtedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. must. Yeah. yeah. So maybe buy the bolt and that from Brownells? <laughs> I don't know. I think they're cool. I think it's a cool, uh, cool idea. Yeah, it would be interesting for sure. I can't remember how much they were wanting for that one, but uh, um, did see an expensive ass SKS in like like Tapco stock. They wanted seven hundred dollars US for it. No way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thousand bucks. It wasn't even clean. Like it, it was well used. Even the stock was well used. Look, and, Sonny, I know what I got. I just. It, is that what wow. they go for down there? Well, actually, they that's the thing. Like, SKSs didn't start coming here until a few years ago, so, as far as I know, or they were hard, they were harder to get, maybe. Harder, harder to, get. to get. Yeah. 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 And you can't get can't get Chinese in anymore. Yeah. Like, you they, can't get the Russians didn't in. didn't have the days of you go out, spend two hundred dollars, and there you go, you got an SKS. Well, that's because they had a lot better guns, probably. Well, yeah, I, th- I think they yeah. did. It was just a while ago. It was just a, like a long while ago, and they haven't had the imports that we've had from China and uh, Russia and Ukraine. Probably yeah. right after Vietnam, they brought all the stuff back. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. Like, well, it's almost that's oh, no. basically a thousand bucks Canadian for an SKS. Uh, checked out some crappy optics too. Excellent. So, uh, yeah. Osprey Global, probably actually the worst optic I've ever looked at. Really? Yeah. I looked, looked through a uh, 1 to 10, first focal plane there, and it was like a five, $600 optic. At one power, the distortion in it was 
brutal. Like like worse than NC Star? Yeah. Really? Wow. Oh, that's impressive. It was brutal. <laughs> I looked at like they had like one to four, one to six, and it's like okay, well, it's not true one to one, but whatever. But yeah, I looked through their one to ten first vocal plane and I just how could you ever shoot with out of that? But uh but yeah, and then there was just the normal gun show stuff. Uh doing some club stuff. Um we well we had a match on Saturday, but I wasn't there for it because yeah, sorry for the crappy audio. I am sitting here in a hotel room in Louisiana because I got sent to Louisiana for work. And so I'm actually having to work. It's weird, but I don't get to just drive around and check on sites and play on my computer. You have to fight alligators while you're checking on sites now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, a mile into the state, stop their rest area. And yeah, they're already telling me not to feed the alligators. So, <laughs> like, good advice. Or what do you feed them? Like vending machines full of small dogs? You just put in a quarter, pull out a poodle, throw it in the lake. It's the SBC. Well, in our chat, Adriel had said, oh, also no swimming. And I, I thought that went hand in hand with don't feed them. Yeah, I did. Or, or you would be the food. Yeah, <laughs> don't feed the alligators and no swimming. Yeah, I, if you need the below warning, you should take off the below warning and let nature take care of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tony's here on Twitch. He asking uh, they speak French over there, and I'm gonna say they do because there's a convenience store I stop at that's grab and go, but yeah. go yeah. is like G E A. X. They speak that Cajun French over there. Yeah. The safety meeting still Spanish and English. Yeah. Aren't they like the entire place in the states? Like the only place that speaks French? That's like it, right? But yeah, it's not really French. Yeah, pretty, I think pretty much. It's like Maine, Cajun, maybe French. A little bit. It's, yeah, Cajun maybe Maine French. Cajun French is like. like Quebecois French. French. Yeah. Uh, to, to Paris, you know, to French from France. Dirty, dirty cousin French. Dirty it's, colonial. Oh, cousin and Acadian. It's very much Acadian style. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's because that's uh, where the people came from. Got lost well, on the way up. Or... Yeah. <laughs> no, we went down there. And I keep hearing all the feedback. <laughs> so I'll just shut up. It's <laughs> probably Kyle. But, uh, yeah, so we had, I guess I heard we got 20 people at the match on Saturday, and it went really well, except for they had troubles with the tablets, so I'll have to figure out what was going on with that when I get back. Uh, but we did have a meeting on Thursday before the match, and yeah, there's a lot of talk, because nobody's happy with what USPSA is doing, and we weren't happy with USPSA even before the latest stuff to happen. And so... There was talk about just axing USPSA altogether, but then we found out that we only need to hold like four or six classifiers a year <clears throat> to maintain our status. So we're talking about possibly uh, transitioning away from USPSA and into something like uh, we were talking like PCSL. Hmm. So keep the just keep current with USPSA because there are some shooters that that like shooting USPSA and maybe you know I don't know if it'll happen this year but towards towards the end of the year start transitioning over and just trying and 
getting something else going. But, uh, I mean, I would like to just say screw USPSA because not only are they screwing the club and just screwing all the members, like my classification screwed because they still won't take a whole, all the classifiers I've shot at our home clubs since June, they won't log our clubs, pay them for them and everything. Why? So What's basically the they've only taken my worst classifiers. So I think I'm classified like a low D now finally. <laughs> So it, it's, well, well, they're giving you the D, so, so you gotta you gotta get them out of there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, it's actually really funny. Cause talking USPSA, we got asked to design a few stages, three stages for the upcoming sectionals, New Mexico sectionals. So I think we're gonna do a team thing for for a couple of them. But uh, I I mentioned because. They they meant, they said they didn't want to throw everything on me, but I still I'm gonna probably sit down and and do one myself, so that'll be cool. Have some stages designed for for the sectionals, but uh, yeah. Other than that, I'm apparently been just traveling all over. I don't know if I'm gonna be here back home this weekend or if I'm gonna be staying for a uh, for another week. Basically. Yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. Financially, it'd be good to stay for another week, but then I'd be home for a week and then taken off for a week for superstition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Tony, there's a Canadian leading USPSA at this club. Unacceptable. Cut. Them. <laughs> I'm not leading the club. I'm treasurer secretary. I'm not president. <laughs> All right. But anyways, that is, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, Pat, how about you? Oh, what did I do this week? Um, I bought some ammo, uh, prepped some kit for a shoot I've got going on this weekend, uh, cried in the bathtub while holding my knees. Um, <laughs> what else? <laughs> um, just, just, yeah, just basically there's, I've got a shoot with some homies going on this weekend. Um, we're going to, have some fun and uh did that prep some gear and what kind of shoot you thinking like is it three gun is it so um it it's uh, what's i'm kind of under a little bit of hush hush what i could say because there's up and coming things that are going to come out of it um but where it there's uh there's there's going to be some cool things coming on the horizon here in bc um i'm just i'm just going to put that's that's all i can really say um but yes we're just going to do that make sure all of us are all on just on the same level and that we can all work together as a group safely and um i took a scrub daddy to my mcr gas system uh because I ran out of a lot of cleaning products. I'm like, oh, scrub daddy. I mean, this thing cleans everything. You can clean my MCR gas gas system. And guess what? It did. And uh, wow. yeah, scrub daddies, man. Like everyone's like, oh, you need to you need to buy like, you know, all these different fluids. No, all you need is a little bit of Dawn, a scrub daddy and some elbow grease. Do not fall victim to the big CLP mafia that runs this community. You don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah just ba- not not too much just ammo and that's that's about it uh a little self plug we uh you know we released an episode today on the modern canadian shooter podcast with one of our friends abby millsurps where 
cool. you know, it's really, uh, it's cool. Like the Milserp rifle world is just such a fascinating world. I, you know, I know Adriel hates lever actions and some of them kind of fall into Milserp. So, you know, there's going to be, actually, we don't uh, talk about, I like Milserp. I just don't like levers. Yeah. Okay, well, think about it. We don't talk about levers either, but just like the, the various types of Gewehr white rifles from like the late 1800s up to world war one. Like was it was the Gewehr 8805. The iron sight started at like 400 meters. And like the guys were apparently making accurate hits up to like 800 meters back in the days. Just like <sighs> it, iron sights too. Like no fancy LPVOs or, you know, I've got this night force object on there now, just carrots and determination. Just, I think they're just very optimistic. Very optimistic. Because my Carcano, the -hmm. little baby Carcano, the shortened ones, you have to bury the front sight in the notch to get a 300 meter zero. And it's an adjustable sight. It adjusts up from there. And it is not a good rifle for beyond 300 meters. Oh, I think they're just very optimistic. There's a certain U.S. president that you know might, <laughs> might that was within 100 uh, <laughs> that that was that was sub that was that sub was 300 but then again what they, they sabotaged the every one of them after that oh we can't have them finding out make them all right italy yeah hey cia how's it going cool 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 yeah no yeah yeah right on um hey you know those milsip rifles um toss them in the ocean for like a couple months and then yeah you can export them here all right Ciao, Bella. Goodbye. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Full one-to-one reenaction. Well, look at uh, some of your Russian surplus and your sights are like thousands of yards on some yeah. of those things. Oh, at least yeah. they zero them at, like, at least you can get a 100-yard zero on the Russian yes. rifles. Not like yeah. a 300-meter zero. Then you can engage that town that's three kilometers away. <laughs> With my SKS, and it's just like, yeah, like I think it goes up to like 1,100 or something like that. It's just like yeah. you guys are being really optimistic. Like, I- I'll mm-hmm. give you that. Like, you know, hope for the best. Pray, for, You know, prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. Uh, yeah. But the, the the one thing with my SKS is that, like, yeah, like the 100-meter is dead, like dead 100 meters, like you know, besides the fact that I was using Barnall, like I remember when I was just like, all right, this is probably fuck like two years ago. I'm just like, all right, let's, let's, let's see how accurate this thing really is. Um, I got probably like a two MOA grouping off the bench with my SKS using Barnall frickin'. And that's when like Barnall was like for the 20 packs was like eight bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's just like, Oh damn. Like, okay. Okay. All right. Mr. Simonov knew how to like, okay. He, you know what? I'll give him that. All right. Yeah. But that's that's about it with me. Awesome. All right. Okay, everybody's done, right? I didn't miss anybody. So. Correct? Everybody a little bit of a turn? I'm just actually prolonging this so that I can get down into upcoming events because I'm not in the show. No, I was counting everybody that went. Oh, okay, okay. Wave I wasn't, here, me, I wasn't blessing you. with blessing us? No, or? not without your consent. <laughs> if I would never okay, do that. Cool. Cool. All right. So uh, why don't we talk about some of these events that are coming up? Uh, why don't we do uh, Sherwood Park? Oh. We'll introduce that while we open up this uh, Facebook link. Just let me do them both because I, I, okay. I put in you all do those. Them all? I, I did all. Uh, the Facebook one is the Tabor Precision Rifle Club. 
they're doing their rust buster the registration's now open there's a rimfire prs style of uh, of event nice. uh, link for is in <clears throat> practice score and the match feed can be made at schnook arms website does that mean they're going to be live streaming this thing anyways april 13th Tabor. sounds like there, it b square yeah very cool <laughs> Sherrod Park, they're going to have a multi-gun match on March 9th. I might MD that. I think I'm MDing yeah. that. Yeah. It's cool. Gonna be it's going to be nuts. Alright. Uh, and then uh, what was the other one again? I forget. So we had Edmonton gun, Edmonton gun Show. Oh, yeah. Oh, Edmonton yeah. Gun Show. I'm going to be at that too. March 2nd and 3rd. Uh, awesome. Sherrod Park. And I'm going to be... Uh, I think I'm going to be selling... Th- I don't know. They didn't confirm my table, so I don't know if I've got a table or not, so I've got to send them another email, but Gonna be there with my boy selling 3D printed tchotchkes and whatnot. Nice. Yeah. Some... Talking about your power power courses. Yeah, probably that too. Probably. Okay. And then selling like because we've got a full array of uh, magazine holders. Those probably looks nice. like crap, but they hold your magazines on the wall or your gun safe or whatever, and uh, a bunch of other crap. Maybe some Mauser safety tools. Maybe I'll print a couple for that. I don't know who wants one, Good but idea. yeah. No, I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, it's fun. Bring them out. Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay. Um, Are you weak? You look like you have weak fingers, sir. Come on over <laughs> here for a minute. I got something for you. You, sir, yeah. with the dainty hands, please. <laughs> All right. So the other thing that is not on here, but a, a couple of people mentioned it in the feed uh, this weekend. So Sunday is the AGM for the Ipsic Ontario. Um, go ahead and vote. Vote often. Should we get you know. rid of them? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, it is going on. I don't know if I'm going to vote. Do I really want to? I don't really care. Okay. Getting into the vote news. on it at an Ipsic AGM. Like what? who's going to stay in? You vote, vote on like the. Yeah. The president. Vote on oh, okay. Exactly. Vice president, the executive for Ipsic Ontario. Who wants that job though? Really? Right. No one. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting with most volunteer organizations that it's always the same people all the time until they really piss somebody off because, yeah, nobody wants that job. No, it's mm-hmm. it, it sounds thankless. So. Yep, and you got to listen yeah. to Ipsic people complain at you all the time. And oh God, this, that's why we have made in Canada <laughs> solely for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <sighs> News, RCMP bust Alberta man who had allegedly had illegal military-style weapons. Yeah, check out the photo. I'm like, this dude, yeah, right? And then there's something in there about, you know, keep your eye out (laughs) for any terrorism-related activity. I'm like, that's a nice collection. That's that's some nice stuff there. I mean, he's got a foul. He's got a uh, a G3, G36. Yeah, this guy's not a gangbanger. Like, not not with stuff like that. No, he's a connoisseur is what he is. Yeah, this is something I would suspect. I don't know the details, but I see the guns and I'm like, this is like somebody's. I'd like to know what the details are. Something. Yeah, Lord, I'm curious too. But. Lord, I've seen what you've done for some people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the main takeaway from this is probably if you have illegal guns, you know, your granddad's guns, don't show your friends, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, don't break two like, laws at once. And don't yeah. break a bunch of laws. If, yeah. yeah, looks like. If he was a grand there, like there's like, I don't even know how much money is sitting on this table, but oh my goodness. It's not even that many guns. It's just, they were like really cool guns. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Some really nice stuff there. So there's some pro head pistols. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he is a a bunch of bayonets. Oh no. 
They're military grade. Uh-oh, that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> My guns are way better than military grade. Nobody How dare you call them military grade? <laughs> they do mention some of them are select fire. So, mm. wow. I'm like, this sounds like somebody you should know. But, well, I bet you like yeah. the cops said like, yeah, it's select fire. You can either select safe or select semi-automatic. <laughs> and then the media's like, oh, oh, oh yes. Don't know. Weapons trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. Very, mm-hmm. nice, very nice collection. So, you know, I don't know makes me sad that these things are actually illegal in canada i remember the days when they weren't hmm. he's yeah, one of your local boys far. there too adriel mm. do i know this person <laughs> have i sold this person again in the past every time there's like someone gets knock, nailed knock. i'm like am i gonna get a call let's, let's see let me google this name in my gmail and see if i've ever sold or bought a gun for this person he's gonna <laughs> sign up for your course don't worry <laughs> Oh, yep. you can sign up. It's gonna it's gonna be hard to apply. <laughs> so a lot of those guns. No, he's not a gangbanger, but uh, some of those guns are definitely been hit, prohibited very for awesome. a little bit. Yeah, so very awesome is, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's get into new gun stuff. New gun stuff is brought to you by Bullseye North. Uh, need a new boomstick? Bullseye North is Canada's shooting superstore, and I can't talk. So, and a proud supporter of the CCFR with a wide selection of guns and top trending gear for any shooter. Free shipping over $250. Uh, some exclusions apply. They also now have a $17 flat rate shipping for orders below $250. <laughs> Subscribe to their new weekly newsletters and you can get first access, access to the hottest deals. Like I said, get talk. Um, I'm a subscriber and yeah, there's some really cool deals in there too. So, uh, 25 Adriel, take it away and uh, enunciate Kelly. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they got 25% off uh, UCO Uko camping and survival gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, that in, oh, oh, I failed. That was from February 17th and it says ends tonight. That was at the top though. Uh, even if it's not on sale, they've got a little folding uh, flat pack portable grill. I have one of these, it's dope. It folds like real, real flat, so you can put it in a bin or something like that. If you do, if you do camping by bin, like if you do a lot of car camping or van camping that that, that uh, I do a lot of, that thing is dope because you can make like a tiny little campfire, and then once you're done, flat pack it and it goes in the bin and it stores away. Nice, cool. Anywho, they got a bunch of other stuff too. Uh, BCL fox bats, they're 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 here. Some people are getting them. Finally, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Last last pistol made in Canada until we get rid of Trudeau. Finally. I'll be interested wow. to see how those do considering the manufacturer. They won't work. Yeah. No god. It's uh, about kind of hard to fuck up quality a quality that I was expecting. I, I I have faith, Adriel. I I believe that BCL can fuck up a Glock. Kyle, you said this wasn't the, the quality you were expecting? No, it is the quality I was yeah. expecting. Uh, <laughs> Which means it wasn't good quality. No. I mean, mm. but the, like the rest of it's like these shadow systems parts on it. So I don't know. The rest of it should be fine. Like the barrel uh, and, just, and, and whatnot. It's just, just the tool marks on machining that slide. Holy mm-hmm. cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks like a beaver did it. <laughs> looks like yeah, it was done on the mill I used to have at home when I lived in Canada before I moved. Did you sell it Old to somebody mill. at BCL? Maybe it is your mill. <laughs> <laughs> they might have worked at BCL. Maybe. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's, Anyways, that's literally like, Mom, can we have Glock? We have Glock at home. Glock at home, made by BCL. <laughs> oh, this place is a hellhole. It's an awful country. Anyway. <laughs> well, speaking about bringing good stuff in from the states, Iron Guns is bringing in the Savage Ten PSR three hundred eight. It's a heavy nice. barrel three uh, three hundred eight. Nice. Uh, threaded muzzle uses savage like big long mags and it's 550 us nice but that's still that's still a damn good deal for a heavy barrel like if you just um a lot of times people ask me like oh i want a centerfire rifle something for just the range what do i get and uh the, the cabela's like they have the savage 12 fvs i think that they put on sale every once in a while for, and they put those in 308 or 65 um this is also a good deal this is like and the, the price is right right so Tony's Good asking stuff. if it uh, takes the AICS mags. I don't think so. I think they're, these are a sa- uh, proprietary Savage mag. Yeah, factory Savage mags. But they have like some longer ones for it. Uh, yeah, they have 10 rounders. Uh, okay. Dave, this is yours. Sordens. Oh, yes. I'm very excited about this because... I love I love my swords. They're so expensive, but they're so off. they're so freaking awesome for ear protection. Yeah. Best hearing protection in the universe. And the T2s are coming. Oh, I'm so excited. What do they have? Like Bluetooth and NFC and iTunes and Well, they're all customizable, so you can take all the bits and then you can Oh cool. put everything together so you can build exactly the headset you want. So I think that is awesome hey so i'm probably gonna spend the money and then these little pieces of crap will just be my throwaway garbage here you're coming to the range with me i think i'm gonna do the exact same thing i was gonna do the msis yeah but how much are the t2s no 500 bucks they don't have pricing yet i mean i wouldn't be shocked if they were in the 500 dollars range but you know what that's not bad buy those things you're never ever going to need another pair of headsets and they're just awesome they're so good if you're able to run communications through them too right like like if if, as long as it's like sub 600 700 bucks canadian they have the canadian market corner because getting contacts in canada like is very very yes. difficult and if you can yeah. find them in canada they're really expensive or if you can get swords that you can kind of build piece together choose your options and it's being sold by srs here in canada like that's that's a that's a big iq brain move yeah, yeah. and srs's support is fantastic they're an awesome company to deal with i love those guys so mm-hmm. I, i'm thinking i'm gonna pick up a pair of these get the uh get the comms on them hook them into uh a radio oven they'd be good for uh doing range officer stuff hey nice. let me know when you're ordering them so i'm gonna okay. i was talking about getting a pair nice. so, yeah msa so i think i'll let me know how it is okay. how much they are okay we'll and leave. you know challenge we'll accepted regret it. challenge accepted i probably will ruin them um, <laughs> I haven't. Read, I've I've only managed. I had I had to have a board replaced in mine. I think I've had these things for I don't even know at least ten years, and I had to have a board replaced because I ran them in a bunch of rainstorms and basically left them sitting in a puddle. Oh, Kelly's yeah. going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So that uh, <laughs> that torched the board finally. Um, so they had to replace the board. I've replaced the seals and the head strap. And that's all I've ever replaced on these things. And I wear them a lot. They're my wear them around, wear them around the house for everything. Headset as well. Mm-hmm. So, nice and comfy. Yeah. Oh, they're so, so good. So good. Right. Yeah. 
SFRC has the HK SL8 in stock. SL8 five, if you if you will, twenty inch barrel, non restricted, twenty four hundred bucks. Card space a lot magic. cheaper than a uh, than a CZ non restricted. So. Yeah, that has a lot of potential too. Mm-hmm. Cheaper than a CZ, cheaper than the B and T. Uh, yeah, cheaper than a lot of stuff out there. Plus, you can get an HK snob. Yeah, they went with a proprietary mag, though, didn't they? Uh, you get an adapter. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they have an adapter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to be paying 180 bucks each for H and K mags. God no. No. Uh, I, I know a buddy who got one and basically turned it into the G36 you have at home, yeah. but it's actually not bad. And I think the mag adapter he paid for it was like 200 bucks or something like that. But he's put. P mags, cross mags, LAR mags, basically any t- your standard AR mags through it. And he's like, yeah, no, it, it, it feeds. So, and it's still cheaper and quicker to obtain than uh, Brent too. So, and they're nice guns. Okay. I liked mine. It was accurate. I had the AR mag adapter on it. I deeply regret selling it. I never should have done that, but it is what it is. It's a nice gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. They have the adapter. I didn't realize that because that was my only real thing with it was the mags but cool all right canada's gun store has the duria tm22 in walnut and in synthetic go fast uh abomination uh the abomination's (laughs) cheaper 569 versus 599 for the wood version right because wouldn't you want that okay it's got an adjustable cheek riser on it Mm -hmm. there's your maple seed gun no. Here's your maple seed gun. Yeah. I said right, that Kelly? a lot, didn't I? What, yes. Who's going to be the first one to see one of these things on the maple seed? Probably me. me. I'm tempted to buy one right now. and bring Stop it. Just, just <laughs> be that guy. Come on, dude. Although, it's mag fun. Ah. It is. Mm-hmm. How awesome would it be if you had an entire course where people just showed up with this? No. no. <laughs> Off my range now. Go home. <laughs> I'm calling the cops. <laughs> the fashion police, anyway. Yeah. Why? You, you could know run exactly it though. Why? You could. You could. You could do it. It's not. Oh, yeah. um, it would be awkward. Yeah, but like uh, prone would be fine. Well, you you wouldn't have a lot of room underneath. You'd have to make sure that your Same elbows are nice and high. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna click on it. What's the throw on those? Are they a short throw? It's 22. No, on no, the lever. The lever. It's a 22. So you're probably not moving at six. Of like, <laughs> I just can't see them being far in the throw for a 22. How far are you moving it? Yeah. An inch. I was going to grab mine, but it's boxed up ready for this weekend. Anywho, that's an option. I think that's all the weird guns I had in here, right? <laughs> well, yeah. they are pretty weird. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. That's right, Mike. You put a huge scope on that thing and bring it out for PRS. Be awesome. Right. Wonderful. Big, put a big night force on it or something. Be sweet. <laughs> All right. Not really. So, why don't we get into the main topic? Because uh, Pat's been sticking around the whole entire show. Um, Pat from Modern um, Modern Canadian Shooter Podcast is on. Um, and we're going to do um, something. I don't know what we're doing. I was part of the discussion. We're going to talk. We're going to so, piss some people off. We're going to make some other people happy. Something dark side. Welcome to the show, Pat. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's, it's an honor to be here. Maybe uh, maybe just tell us a little bit about you yourself again? and a little yeah. bit about the uh, podcast. Yeah. So 
Uh, my name's Pat. I'm the co-host of the Modern Canadian Shooter podcast. My other, the, the other host, uh, Taylor, might be hopping on here. He just messaged me. Um, we're a relatively new podcast. We've been around for about a year. And what we try to do is, myself and Taylor, we kind of noticed um, recently that there's been this new type of shooter that's been evolving in Canada, very similar to what we see down in the States or the Gun Culture 4.0 that you see evolving in the States where it is um, essentially guys who want to be assets. If the worst thing happens now that could, that could mean being able to, you know, be safe and good at shooting a firearm. But it also means being able to, if you come across a car accident, being able to do first aid and be an asset in that situation. If there is anything going on in your community or in your backyard, you're not the person doing the, Oh shit. Oh, Oh God. This is, Oh, look at, look how many people are like, no, you're, you're the person that's going in and trying to, again, just be an asset in the situation. And we saw this kind of starting to happen in Canada. We saw that, um, that, that type of community was growing. And we thought, you know what? A good way to grow the community, much like what you guys have done, is create a platform where you can essentially highlight these people doing this really, you know, that are that are essentially models of what's going on and help spread their story. And the other thing we've noticed too, which you probably noticed with your show, is that when you highlight these people um, and you you tell their stories, that there's other people in the community that realize, oh shit, I'm not alone. There's 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 more like us. It's you know, not to get sound like a Disney kid because I completely completely just yeah do not associate with those people at all. But it's just like the Mandalorian where like there's thousands of them across the galaxy and they they know they're out there. They know they exist, but they don't know where they are. Where with this podcast, we've gotten a few t- few DMs from people like I didn't know so-and-so from episode blah, blah, blah is a town over for me and we're going shooting this weekend. And, you know, now they've created this little community and now, you know, you've got guys that are just creating friendships. They're, um, they're forcing each other to be better. And it's, it's, it's been a really cool thing to see. Um, personally, I've seen it a couple, quite, quite a few times by just going to the brutality series here in British Columbia put on by Canadian multi-gun. Um, which those events basically sum up exactly what our what our podcast was about. Um, but yeah, and it's been just an absolute treat talking to so, to all for uh, for the majority of our guests. There's uh, there's been one or two where it's just like, uh, all right, we we got we got ninety minutes out of you. It was yeah, but no, uh, no, it's it's been an absolute treat talking to everyone so far, and it, it's really shown us that um, that. In these times in Canada where, you know, owning a gun is just this side of committing genocide, even though it's not, it's it's been really heartwarming to see just the community grow step by step. And so that's what our podcast is about. Nice. That and making, no no longer making uh, pipe bomb jokes. Because <laughs> we don't do that. That gets you on lists. <laughs> Pro tip right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've we've since shelved that uh, that phrase. Um, now all we do is we promote uh, provincial and federal healthcare 
mandates, which is fentanyl and made. That's all we do now. Oh God, oh, it's, it's, yeah, man-made horrors beyond human comprehension is what this country is slowly starting to become. Hey, shout out, shout out to Liberal Dave for you know definitely not highlighting. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 our show. That's our elevator pitch on our show. Justin approves. Made Justin for everyone. Approves. All right, and uh, for the topic today, you wanted to talk about knockoff gear and how it's marketed. Yes, yes. So this is something um, we've been seeing a lot, um, especially for the past, oh, I'd say five months. Um, so with your modern shooty scooty boy, that's you know the the term we use, guys that go out, go out into the woods, or go to the range, practice practice cool guy stuff, you know, stuff that you might see on the internet um, under the proper context and after having the proper training and, you know, understanding what could go wrong is that uh, there's a lot of gear out there uh, and unfortunately being pushed by certain Canadian retailers, we won't say who, none of the ones that you mentioned, I will just say that all the ones that you mentioned have not been pushing this um, uh, just, you know, for legal reasons, but there's companies out there that are essentially pushing snake oil and it's really unfortunate that they're doing this because some of the snake oil that they've been pushing, uh, the two that just absolutely get under my skin is PPE. And when I mean that, I mean mainly like ceramic body armor and uh, helmets and stuff like that. And first aid kits, like first aid equipment. And so context is everything in life. We, we, we've known that we all know that now context is absolutely everything. And there's unfortunately some companies that are trying to make the quick buck off of what's hot right now. I, I don't blame them, but they're doing it under bad marketing strategies. Um, so let's cover plate. I'll, I'll cover plates for a second. Mm-hmm. Body armor, uh, you know, especially at the range, it, it's PPE. It's personal protective equipment. We protect our eyes. We protect our ears. Why wouldn't you protect your heart and lungs? I, I've personally seen some dude take a ricochet of a jacket thankfully just took a little bit you know took a little gave him a little uh, nice little notch in the eyebrow but a good friend of mine took a ricochet right to the back and entered the skin thankfully by the point it entered his skin it uh had lost enough velocity where it was just it ended up being a rad scar but the, we all know it. Guns do a terrific job of putting holes in people. They, there's there's tons of data, tons of historical events that have proved that, you know, what I've just said there. Now, when it comes to body armor, uh, unfortunately, in Canada here, we're not as lucky as our neighbors to the south where they have tons of great options. And to get, you know, NIJ approved plates, is it's not difficult to find. Um, and for those of you that might be wondering what NIJ is, NIJ is the National Institute of Justice. They're essentially the, the uh, they're a body in the United States that tests armor amongst other things and they strenuously test it. And if it meets their criteria, which is a pretty strenuous criteria, then they get, hey, it met, met this criteria. So level three, level three, a level four, et cetera. You can trust your life on this. We've done serious and thorough scientific and ballistic testing this product meets our criteria for that. When you're dropping the X amount, $100 on this plate, you're, you're not only are you buying armor, you know, you're buying PPE, but you're also buying peace of mind. And there's Canadian companies where they are um, saying that their product 
is not only made in Canada, which it isn't. Uh, we'll, we'll get into how you can find that out with a very, very awesome website called Tenai Reverse Image Search. And they are also claiming or they're using tricky wording to say that their product meets the meets NIJ standards. And um, it's just it's it's not good. It's it's very shady business practice, especially when they're marketing it under, you know, phrases like gear you can depend your life on, you know, gear that that, you know, gear that will save your life when it they, they can't well, like they, they can't back that up because. It, 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 it simply isn't. So uh, one of the things Taylor and I did some research one night, a few beers in, like, yeah, let's let's do some reverse image searching as well as a, a friend of ours uh, that lives here in BC. Um, there, uh, there's companies that are essentially buying plates out of China and then telling the, you know, and when I say China, I mean like Alibaba.com, Wish.com, <laughs> AliExpress. What's that new one that starts with a Z? Like websites like that. Oh, don't and, tell Adriel that. Oh, <laughs> Michael buys some plates. Well, yeah. well, like okay, so co- context. If you're buying like ammo pouches and stuff like that for a competition, like you you, ha- you have to weigh the pros and cons of the context. Okay, so if you're just like pouches for a sh- you know shooting competition, worst case scenario for that context. Well, they fall apart. You drop a mag. <laughs> oh well, I look. You know, I got egg on my face for a couple seconds. Versus. Um, pros and cons of armor. Mm-hmm. What what what's the worst that can happen if your armor fails? You fucking die. <laughs> yeah, like that's so. Yeah, so it's weighing the uh, yeah, Timu. Team, yeah, I think that's yeah. the one, Tony. Thank you very much. Um, so it's weighing the pros and cons. So companies um, will contact Timu retailer or the Timu account or Wish.com account and say, "Sell me these plates." leave them blank. And then once they get into Canada, they'll just slap a made in Canada sticker on it and then slap their sticker that makes it appear or uses tricky wording to make it appear that it's NIJ compliant. Now saying that um, it would be uh, irresponsible for me to not point out that pre 2021, there were armor plate or there was armor plates out of China that were NIJ certified. Um, But after 2021, um, NIJ, I think they got an order from whatever governing state department body, blah, 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 um, saying any armor based out of China, Venezuela, and Russia no longer holds our NIJ compliance because of global geopolitical you know, yeah. shenanigans. So uh, it, it'd be one thing for these companies to purchase um, plates from one of those retailers that pre 2021, you know, only two years ago, held the NIJ, you know, you know, bought from that company that did have NIJ compliant plates and say, look, this manufacturer up until this date in 2021 did hold an NIJ compliant or they they had an NIJ tested and compliant plate. Gucci. Awesome. Right on. Um, But because of, you know, shenanigans going on in the world and, you know, all that mumbo jumbo they no longer have that but they're still using the same formula same process it's the same thing it's just we can know it's no longer nij tested um versus uh but they're 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 simply not um i i know of one company um i'm not going to say who 
uh, because I can't we, afford a lawyer right now, let alone we, two. We have lawyer, We have lawyers on retainer. You can say. It. Okay, so it's the company called <laughs> now. Um, uh, but instead of outing companies, I'm going to basically show pe- tell people a good way to do your own vetting, which is a very important mm-hmm. process yep. that um, doesn't get passed on a lot. And who am I to gatekeep? I I would be I would be more of a hindrance to the community to not pass on that information instead of saying like do your research. There's there's easy ways. I'll show you how. Um, so. This company bought plates from uh, from a Chinese retailer, and then they were telling people, "Oh, um, these plates came out of Israel, and they are NIJ tested, compliant, all good to go." Um, then someone did some deep searching and found out, uh, unless there's a place in China called Israel, these are not Israeli. It's just like, and it's the same thing with a lot of these plates coming out of Canada. Are yeah. coming out of China. They're like, oh, it's made in Canada. Unless there's a place in China called Canada, spelt exactly the way our country is, I'm going to call shenanigans on that one. Um, now, that being said, there's two companies in Canada that have put their money where their mouth is. I am not sponsored by them at all. I just like promoting good shit that, you know, that yeah. I've seen personally works. Uh, Milburn Mountain Defense. Great company right there. Legitimate plates made in canada and i think they're level three a's uh it's, it's one of their sets of level threes but they do have an nij approval like you you that's a great thing about the nij website you can go search nij armor list into google and then takes you to the site you scroll down and then there's either a list which there's like 82 pages of or there's a drop down list where you can scroll down and see all the companies that have plates that have been approved and certified by the NIJ testing committee. And then once you click that company, it'll say this plate slash product name, this date, or I believe, I don't know, might say the date number, but it says this product, A-OK, good to go, 100%. You are like, you. we have tested it. The other company that is, um, they're undergoing the process right now, excuse me, is uh, Aerotech. They don't have their... um, Official because I'm from my understanding, it's it's currently in the it's currently undergoing the testing. But uh, that's the other thing too is the the other way you know or another sign that you can trust these companies is to get your plates NIJ tested. It isn't fucking cheap. Like no. it's tens of thousands of dollars. I think it's something like forty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars Canadian minimum. Like you have to send, I think it's like twenty or thirty samples of plates because they do. Multiple different types of testing, wet testing, dry testing, different calibers. Is it multi-hit? Can it take, can it take five or can it take three rounds of two, two, three, then two? I, I, I'm not exactly sure of the testing method, but there is a lot of it. Um, and so those two companies like, yeah, they've, uh, well, Milburn is officially approved. It's on the website. You can go take a look right now. And I'm very, yeah, I think Aerotech, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, Aerotech is, and it's just, it's, it's, undergoing testing right now now um when i talked about like they use tricky wording one of the things that uh a lot of these companies will say is this plate is nij level blank compliant so compliant to the average person what does that mean to me that means it it's nij tested it's it's approved It, it complied with their rules they're not doing that they're saying it's compliant because they've done their own testing or they have uh, done gotten, you know, a third party to yeah. do their version of that type of testing. Um, 
now you can get into splitting hairs. Well, if it did this, if it did the same testing, uh, you know, went through the same processes, jumped through the hoops, well, then it is compliant. Okay, yeah, there's that. But if they said, uh, you know, it's wording in context of wording, which is like hmm. we test, and there's a few websites that do this, and I applaud them for do- for saying this. We tested our plates to the similar standard of NIJ level blank, and it held up. It's like cool. You've said you did your own testing to sim- to you did your own similar testing. Cool. You didn't say just use the buzzword NIJ and another, yeah, and you know, compliant. But um, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's the wording. And the fact that they're, they're doing this just so they can make a quick buck because it's what, you know, because plates and armor, arm, armor and helmets and all that stuff, it's, it's hot right now. There's, there's no denying it. It's super hot. I mean, fuck, I got a helmet right there. Like, it's so hot right now. Um, but so... One of the cool. things I talked about was the Tenai reverse image search. And now with plates, it's a little difficult. With helmets, it's super easy. Now with helmets, there is no NIJ testing. NIJ does not test helmets. Um, that's up to the individual manufacturer to do that themselves and then say, hey, when we tested the helmet, it took nine rounds, or it took nine <laughs> rounds, nine mil, or it took a nine mil, a 45 a 44 mag, a 357 mag, and and it held up, you know. So you have to kind of, with helmets, you're taking a bit more of a gamble. But um, While we're on the uh, NIJ, uh, have you looked into what their process for, for testing plates are? Is it basically, hey, send us a plate and we'll test it on the calibers or do they take from different batches? Like, what's their whole process? You have to send, mul- so like, say you wanted to get, say this was... Plate, this was my level three plate and I want, or I, I made this plate, let's call this plate a, and I wanted to see if this plate was level three, a certified. Well, I couldn't just send this one plate. I would have to send 30 or, or it's like 20 or 30. You have to send multiple examples of the plate because they want to make sure that your processing or your, your production is consistent because you can just make one really good plate and say, this is, yeah, we call this product or this is our model one plate. And you send one plate. Oh, it did good. But then everything you make after that's trash. If you, you know, the kind of logic is if you give us 30 of 30 examples of your product and they all, um, they all test similar, we get similar results. Okay, well, clearly you've shown that you are reliable and able to repeat a good process with this plate. Therefore, you're good to go. It's not just a one and done. Like, it, again, it is expensive. Like, you're sending multiple examples of plate. I forgot. It's like 20 or 30. It's a lot. So, um, there, yeah, Lloyd, right there. Thank, thank Lloyd, how's it going, baby? Um, 36 sets. So, sets. Mm. Sets of armor. 36. Um yeah, and yeah, there, so there, there's a lot into it. It's not just uh, because if you send one, it could be an absolute fluke. But if you're obviously sending a whole month's worth of your production line and they all test similarly, well, that's, that's you know, right there, There's that says something about the product. Um, but yeah, so with helmets, um, again, NIJ doesn't test them. So it is a bit of a risk, a bit of a gamble. Um, but there's this great website called Tenai Reverse Image Search. And a lot of helmets, um, especially ones that look very similar to your OpsCore Fast helmets, a lot of them come from China. 
Like if you're paying sub $900 Canadian for something that looks like an Ops Corps fast helmet, you can probably put money on it that it came from China. Um, and so what you do is you can go onto this website, you save the image of the helmet, go into Tenai reverse image search, put, post the image in there, hit results. And uh, it'll let you know, like we've done this with some kit where it's just like this company claims that this ballistic level three, a fast helmet is uh, made in Canada. And then you put the image in there and goes like, well, again, unless there's a place in Can in China called Canada, this looks like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to tell. Um, so using like reverse image search is probably one of the best tools that we have as consumers to vet where a product comes from. That could be anything from armor to car parts to home care cosmetic parts to 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 anything. I mean, I've found a guy on Facebook was who was like, I'm trying to trade some gear right now. This guy's like, oh, I have all these, uh, I, I have all these pairs of, you know, you know, pairs of pants. Would you like to trade? And I put the guy's image in the tiny reverse image search. And it's like, wait, you say your name is Mike Smith. According to this, this belongs to Dennis, Dennis, uh, <laughs> Dennis Johnson, who's out of fucking Connecticut. And then you put the images in there and it's just like, Oh, someone posted this on a Facebook group recently. And it wasn't you. So again, reverse image searching as a consumer is a terrific thing. Now with first aid, oh, we uh, this this one really gets under my skin. Uh, anyone want to take bets of one of the worst companies out there? And I'll fucking uh, the, the, there's many recorded in many many such cases of this company selling knockoff tourniquets. Anyone want to take a bet? Amazon, eBay, Amazon, Craigslist. Uh, it's, it's a comp it's a company that you probably done training through. If you've worked in any sort of workplace, you've probably done training through them. Oh my God. Kelly uh, Linton. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Um, St. John's ambulance. I, I've heard from many of people here in BC where they well, are. Go ahead. Tourniquets. I'm not going to actually trust tourniquets, St. John ambulance. I'm just saying. Um, they sell they, tourniquets? They do now. So, yeah. Yeah, with their training, they're all training anyways. Like, I'm fine mm -hmm. with using a training tourniquet. Oh, for but sure. But I'm, I'm yeah. going to, if I have a tourniquet in my kit I'm or anything else, I'm going to go to somebody reputable and somebody with the best damn shit that is available. Like, I am uh, this. War. Yeah, so. Yeah, um, they're selling knockoff Cat 5s. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, not a Cat 5 on this website. Nope. And uh, so let's talk. Yeah. And you're not paying anything less than $45 for a legitimate cat. Well, it's just a little bit more. This one's th like $35 for, for 10 bucks more. You're getting the actual legitimate, the actual like, thing that, that you might need to stop uh, severe hemorrhaging. Yeah, I know. All right. Oh, I guess so. Well, as, long as, you're see, not, I, as long as you're not putting it on yourself, whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but so someone else talking to you recently, they did St. John's ambulance course. Yeah. And uh, while they're, they're looking at the tourniquet, they're like, oh, hey, just so you know this is a fake. And to which the instructor said, yep, I know. And he's like, okay, so you're just using these for training? Like, no, we use them for, we sell them too. And he's like, come a fucking gen. 
They're like, well, yeah, well, because with the fake ones, if you tie them on too tight, uh, you, or you don't have to worry about tying them on too tight because then the windlass will snap. And it's just like, oh, so man, they're dead. They're uh, dead, but they, uh, yeah, yeah, didn't get the circulation in damage. That's great. Just said, like, first, let's talk about the main <laughs> fucking priority of a tourniquet. And then let's also talk like oh like like that's where you just go like like so are you committing made or am I because both of us can't live on this world like I I either need to die because I can't live on this world because I can't live in a world where it's wow. someone this stupid lives like yeah and um, they just walked out right there and it's like good um, yeah they because if you tie it too tight it will snap it's just like, that's the purpose of it yeah exactly we don't we don't <laughs> want it to snap if it's a, if it's a training obviously yeah for sure. 100 percent wow. yeah so. a training train like i have a bunch of training tourniquets and on the timestamp, i wrote trng mm. so that way if you like this is clearly for training yes for sure but if you like for real stuff um that's the other thing especially post uh ukraine and you know israel gaza hamas stuff getting excuse me getting first aid equipment yeah. can be hard to find um three places that i can suggest um DS Tactical in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. Like I have a bunch of, I bought a bunch of tourniquets for them. They're about 45 bucks. I think they're the the Sam's. Oh, frick. Let me pull up my internet here. Um, but yeah, they're about 45 bucks. Off Spec War, um, good buddy of mine. He has, um, yeah, he has oh, fuck, uh, real first aid kits, um, not from Amazon. He We went for dinner and he's like, and he showed me his whole, process of how he buys uh where he gets it from and then c toms like c toms is probably one of the biggest names in north america let alone canada when it comes to getting good first aid equipment and training um but yeah so those are the three websites that if you go like okay i need some first aid kit stuff whether it's for my vehicle whether it's for my range bag whether it's for i'm going out rucking for the weekend or whatever those three websites and here's the other thing too like a good all-around first aid kit with real shit is in and around 300 bucks mm. like that's pretty affordable like you'll people will spend how much a month on booze i'm you know fuck back during when i was when, I, when you could light my vapors on fire let me tell you you know easily double that just for booze you know how much do, you know just yeah it's it's a buy once cry once thing and that's what i guess that's um Depending like with a lot of things in life, that's a lesson I learned uh, from airsofting back when I airsofted a lot in the uh, late 2000s, early 2010s. Yes, good gear that you can depend your BB Wars life or your real life on costs. Yep. But if you know, uh, a perfect example, plate carriers, which is carried over from airsoft into real steel for me. Back when I airsofted and I was part of uh, uh, Meal Team 6 Gravy Seals. Um, I bought tons of, uh, there's this company called TMC, the Manchurian candidate, and they made knockoff like, you know, 6094 plate carriers, all the cool high speed fun stuff at the time. And, uh, you know, I was paying 200 bucks for these knockoff plate carriers, but they would only last me six, seven months. So I'd go through two or three plate carriers in two years. Ver then I just, you know, when I'm like, I'm tired, like this is, a, this is something I have to budget for constantly versus all right. I'm going to save up. I'm going to save up a couple months and I'm going to buy something real. Like I bought a Mayflower APC. I've had it since 2016 and there's not even a loose thread on the bitch. That's because all and the rich people can afford to buy cheap crap. That's how they continue to be rich. You do know that's that. That's true. Yeah. yeah. 
just yeah. that, that it's one thing like I, I understand especially now like when a grocery store run costs four hundred dollars and it's like okay you know do i buy the play carrier do i buy the groceries buy the groceries first but the other like you know the the great thing about buying once crying once and it's something that's taught me is learning how to budget which yeah. is very important in today's world especially when again a grocery run i mean for a bag of crispers a thing of celery a thing of blue cheese and some chicken thighs is eight hundred dollars like yeah you need to <laughs> You don't buy this celery. It's just water. It's the celery. Yeah, no. The, yeah, I thought the the, the rocker <laughs> thing was going to be. But um, <laughs> seven dollars for water. No, are they oh. genuine crispers or Le- legit Mr. Christie crispers? Except, oh, oh, I you buy the good stuff, Mr. Well, Christie, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Except I buy the, like the family size bag. And I'm like, oh hell yeah, and then I take it home, and clearly someone had watched Big Daddy the night before and just. Microsoft went down three points and I open it up and it's just dust in there. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I still ate it. I'm just like, <laughs> I paid seven dollars. Um, but yeah, just uh, learning how to budget. And the other thing too is um, ask around at the community. Um, you know, asking the community what. Uh, here's the other thing. It's a very important thing. We've all noticed it, whether it's on CGN or the many Facebook groups for gun stuff. Hey guys, or on Reddit. Hey guys, what should I get? And you're gonna have everyone out of the woodwork saying you should get this, you should get that, you should get this, you should get that. But um, no one really asks what's the context. Have you guys noticed that? No one will yeah. ever say what kind of gun should I get? For? Yeah, oh, you should get a 300 Win Mag. You, you should, should get, get a TKT3 with 300 Win Mag. TKT3X. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blanket. My pet peeve. Sorry, yeah. 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 We're, um, That's a good point. Yeah, no one, no one ever asked for context. That's something I've started mm-hmm. like because, I mean, I again, I'm new to the shooting community, but I've I learned a thing or two. Um, but uh, no one ever asks for context. Um, so that's like you know, as a community, I that, that's that's one thing you know we should start asking. Like, hey guys, I just got this WK 180 Gen two. What should I do to it? Well, besides throwing it in the trash, um, you know, what's your context? <laughs> buy <it to> four. <laughs> Yeah, by Tavor, by by you know, I mean, if, yeah, uh, uh, by by a Keltec uh, SU sixteen. That you know, it's got awful ugly, but at least it will fucking work. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. If you don't know what people are doing with something, mm-hmm. how do you recommend what they do? Because if they're playing airsoft, you don't necessarily like yeah. once a year. You don't need to drop five hundred bucks on a God no, here. yeah. Oh, that's the one thing I love about the airsoft community because every the, the whole fucking schizo rant I just went on for the past 40 minutes or so, um, uh, they have learned how, how to market shit right by one simple sentence. You know what that sentence is? What? This gear is for airsoft use only. Boom, right there. Context. They have nailed it. I, if I buy this gear and I try to do anything outside of that and it fails, well, that's on my myself, uh, my own part because I bought this and I tr- outdid, you know, you're, you're gambling. But when people are fucking marketing life-saving equipment that's clearly made in a sweatshop right beside the iPhone factory suicide nets, mm. uh, like, yeah, is it was your life really worth really worth that 35 it was was it really worth that 35 dollar difference like that's yeah um death sucks don't do death prematurely spend the extra cash because buy once cry once it's better to to be in the hospital and go like oh shit that saved my life than being 
in the middle of the back nine or on the side of a row going like, wow, that really was 3D printed plastic on that tourniquet. Fuck that. Whoa. Oh, I didn't know I had that much blood in me. Yeah. 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 And you never, ever regret buying good gear. Never. 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 Basically, when it comes down to it, if your life's going to depend on it, like life-saving equipment, take the time to verify it. Like, treat it like your life depends on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't buy your brake yeah. pads from Wish. <laughs> okay. Adriel. I've been sitting here trying to decide if I was going to mention this because – it, it's right you in line with the topic, but a buddy of mine was buying le- level four plates off Wish. <laughs> so he tested them. He actually he really? tested them. Now, obviously not, <laughs> but he tested them, and the couple that he got were surprising. <laughs> well, he, he's sad. super cheap. He wasn't buying them to wear them. He just okay. They were like dirt, dirt cheap. So he's like, yeah, yeah. let's see. And they like very impressive, but still <laughs> without that certification on a plate, I would not. <laughs> was he like? Was he putting multiple rounds into the plate? Oh yeah. And how was the back the back face deformation like? Oh, they were ceramic, so it was bulged. Like you're you're not like in life, but you'd yeah. survive. <laughs> so I will say this too: every now and then, broke ass clock is right twice a day, right? Um, yeah. If something were to happen and you know you're 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 going into the black, you're going into that tunnel vision, um, and you're thinking like, okay, I saved you're, 20 bucks. I see, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, like, tell my wife not I saved ten dollars. <laughs> that that St. John's knockoff one was ten dollars cheaper than the C Tom's one. Yeah. yeah. Crazy yeah. cat five. Yeah, like my yeah, was yeah, like again. Um yeah, especially like especially it just PPE like pouches and shit like that. Who cares? I mean, yeah. And the other thing too is, you know, depending depending on your kit, like uh, you know, um, it's also because you know we talk about the Modern Canadian Shooter podcast and just you know creating a community and being an asset to the ones you love and the ones around you. You don't want to be a liability. <laughs> like uh, I, 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 I've been, <laughs> yeah, being a liability to the ones around you. You have now just made just made sure that you're not on any of your friends' Christmas card list. Um, we had a guy show up for a service rifle match, and it was his first match, so God bless him for coming out, but it's 500-yard rundown. He brought himself an SKS, and he brought his Millsurps or uh, Chinese uh, mag pouches. And uh, 50 yards off the first round, he was dropping mag pouches behind him like breadcrumbs all the way down the <laughs> Yeah. So it's a little- firefight? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's it. Like, uh, well, you said Milser there. Uh, like, was it like Chinese knockoff or was it like legit? I don't even know. Because the one thing, and shout out to my homie Misty Mountain Supply, uh, Milser gear, like legit Milser gear, is some of the best fucking gear. Like, if you're on a, if you want to ball on a budget, you want to go be in a woods on a budget. Milser gear, like legit Milser gear, is some of the best shit you can have because, you know, there's. There's a few things that governments don't cheap out on um, bonuses for themselves, lobster dinners, things that are going to keep their soldiers dry, warm. Yeah. Hey, Canadian Forces fleece is some of the I never served. I was a cadet, but I, the, that Canadian Forces fleece shit. Oh, my God. I, I, I want to be cremated in that. Well, it depends on what it is. I'm, I'm going to be. Yeah. Well, it's selective, right? Ranger blankets. Due, due to the lack well, of flame retardant, you I might love be cremated. I love the fleece. Yeah. 
Well, if we're talking like the old like '80s, like pattern '86, like the fucking um, that old web or that old rain gear, like yeah, well, that that shit was trash. But like the modern stuff, the Gore-Tex stuff, um, the like governments lately don't haven't been sheeping out on that, and um, unless you're unless it's certain, you know, like the Canadian tactical fishing vest, that's trash. But a lot of the other gear, um, uh, you know, for like the Type Fifty Six chest rig. I mean, it's canvas, it's light as hell, but like I have yet to see someone who's been able to rip one of those or like been able to destroy one by just using it for the purpose it was designed to, which is carry type 56 mags or, you know, uh, type 81 mags or whatever. Um, so Milserp is a lot of the time, it's it's a great option and it's budget friendly. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, again, Missy Mountain Supply, one of my good buddies, he sells a lot of that stuff. Uh, if you're... Uh, looking around too, like Kobe surplus also sells some good stuff, but Misty's a Canadian dude does a lot for the community and uh, Oh, he just messaged me. He's getting a bunch of Rhodesian brushstroke stuff in. So nice short, short, uh, short shorts. They got to have belt loops in them. Okay. I got, I have a request short shirts fine, but they have to have belt loops in them. Otherwise, if you guys are getting them, I require photos, please. We can hang out with Gavin then. Dude. You still haven't sent me those slings. I still have an option to send uh, you some. Yeah, I know. Short shorts. I was thinking about that. Damn it. Rhodesian short shorts are such a vibe. Like, yeah. And then, they are you know, a you get, vibe. They, yes, they are. They are. Actually, when I first met Misty, uh, just a little over a year ago, uh, he comes where I'm actually at the, I'm at the, the warehouse of dreams and they were not like they were repros, but, but they're like Ranger panties. And he goes, here you go, Pat. And it's just like, I could die tomorrow and I would die a happy man. And I just, I put them on right then and there. They're like size double XL. So they're too big for me. So they sit really weird, but it's just like, these are my new summer shorts. I, I wore them. <laughs> like for a winter brutality setup, I wore them. There's photos of me in minus three Prince George snow. It's like, all right, let's get the gams out. Let's show everyone these tree trunks we're walking around with today. But yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, yeah. To, just to don't do any lunges or else you'll, you'll get on another list. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or make yeah. sure you're wearing briefs, you know, you know, <laughs> briefs that um, encapsulate certain parts. Yeah. I don't want do things getting lunges. twisted up down there. That's yeah. not very tactical at well, all. Yeah. I mean, then you're gonna have to put a tourniquet on certain parts and then you, yeah, because you don't, yeah. Yeah. not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully um, it well, is the fake one at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it just, Oh God. Oh, please. Oh, please break. You did say John's recently, didn't you? Hey, my boy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, just, yeah. Your life's worth more than saving fifteen bucks yep. on Amazon. That's you know, mm -hmm. life. Conscious, sentient life is the most precious thing we have, short of silicone and like platinum for anything that can yeah. go into a catalytic converter. Um, yeah. Just spend the extra money. Spend spend the extra couple bucks. Vet vetting takes a little. You know, it can take a little bit of time. And here's the other thing too. Call the manufacturer. Uh, the great thing is about the internet um, is that anything you ever want to learn is on there if you want to learn anything like if i wanted to right now and i i wasn't like dumber that or if i was smarter than i am i'm already dumb but if i wanted to learn how to you know uh become a rocket scientist or anything like that you can go on the internet dedicate some time mind you to become you know like an astrophysicist or a rocket scientist or something like that you know you're gonna have to be you're spending a lot of time on the internet and uh I don't, I don't got that much time, but you, you can learn anything you want. You can learn anything you want. There's tons of great resources out there. Mm -hmm. You know, before you make a big purchase, like fuck when you're buying a car, 
how many of us spend weeks, if not months, reviews, car and driver, road and track, Reddit forum, you know, Reddit subreddit on this, blah, 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 doing all nope. the information on that. Well, that's because you're a ballsy man, Dave. And I, that's what I love about you. My VW, no problem. Yep. Oh, boy. Well, that worked great for my dad because he was part of Dieselgate. And he was like, they bought his car back for what he paid for it, plus $3,000. So, yeah, just buy a VW. You get money back. It's the best return you'll ever get in life. Nice. Um, but you can do tons of reasons, like, you know, and like, you know, for a car, it's something that you're going to have for you know, at most 20, 25 years, but yeah, you, you know, you, you rely on it to not only move you around, but if something does happen and I'm behind you, you know, tailgating you while drunk driving at 9 PM, you know, you want to know that that vehicle is going to save you from while I'm doing the air guitar solo to, uh, to any sort of Creed song. So again, it's something that you're going to be, be, you know, you're going to trust to save your life. Mm-hmm for $800 plates, just do the same research. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's my TED Talk. Yep. Very good TED Talk. I think it's a really... Buy good yeah, gear. Wise word. Buy, buy once, cry once. Do your vetting, mm-hmm. do your research. Yep. And to, I will say this. So this is the other scourge that I've seen. Um, and like I, I, it's, it's very prevalent in our community. With arms wide open, <laughs> higher, a- any of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. One last breath. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, God, I'm, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going into the we'll garage after this. Right after this. Yeah. I'm going into the garage. <laughs> going to start banging on my engine block. <laughs> um, but this is one of the things that I've seen, and it's very prevalent in the new, the very new shooty scooty modern shooter uh, boy kind of uh, community is everyone's trying to be the next big gun influencer in Canada because there is a bit of, um, it's, it's a bit of an open market where in the U S you know, there's, you know, um, it's pretty established, but in Canada, it's kind of up and coming. You know, you got dudes like, well, arm and gun, obviously hoser gun guy, Adriel falls into that category. Cause he's, he's reviewed some, some modern shooty scooty boy guns. Um, Epic arms is another great example, but these are guys who actually go out, test, do their stuff. And, you know, their word means something. And there's a lot, I've seen a lot of dudes and it's quite unfortunate who are backing these companies um, that are essentially selling snake oil and they're putting their reputation on the line just to get $18 in commission at the end of the year. for yeah, this company. a long-term plan. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Like, you know, Grantham once said it, like you have one reputation and once it's gone, it's gone. And is it really worth an $18 commission from a Chinese website? No. Yeah. No. So, the, yeah. Integrity, vet, right? Integrity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just uh, to, to, to all the dudes out there, guys, gals, you know, especially for this kind of, you know, this gun culture 4.0 that's landing here in Canada. If a company emails you and like, look at your, look at your social media algorithm. If you don't have the K behind your number of followers and this company approaches you saying, you should sell our gear for us. Red flag, red flag, right there, right there. Ask them for photos of their toes and, and <laughs> put them on block. Oh, I always love those ones. Or like it happened recently. We had a company that was like, oh, you get on our list. You know, we'll send you stuff to test out or whatever. And I talk to them like it's a legit company. And so get an email and it's like, oh, well, basically we have affiliate codes and you get 10% commissions. Like, Yep. yep. I haven't even tried your gear. I ain't putting 
nothing behind it but yeah, yeah. so yep. I, I always love those ones the commission oh we'll give you a 10 percent commission so, yeah yeah i, I get yeah, i get those emails yeah. weekly yeah, yeah. oh like oh, sorry i had sorry. a cough in my throat just like Kels there sorry mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> real bad cough <laughs> yeah oh um yeah just yeah if it'll just do do some math have some humility behind yourself and like why is this company why are they using a lot of caps locks for no reason when they shouldn't be? Why isn't the guy said, hi, I'm so-and-so with this company. Um, I really liked this photo or, you know, this photo that you posted or this video that you posted. We, you you're, know, um, you're can killing we it. Yeah. yeah. Can we say, you know, here's your discount code. Start shilling our shit. Like that should, that should be a red flag versus like, Hey, my name's uh, Jeffrey. I'm with this company. We uh, the video you just posted really liked it. I really liked the part where you covered blank. Um, we're wondering if we sent you some stuff. Can you test it? Give us some feedback. If you like it, cool. Maybe do something for us. If not, send it back. No, no problem. Yeah. No worry. Like if if you can tell it's a human that's trying to yeah. market themselves to you properly, then yeah. But if it's just like congratulations, we like your stuff here. Please message this account. Like just yeah, yeah. Like just. Ask for photos of feet and then put them on block. But after you get the photos in. Uh, yeah, no, after. Yeah, yeah. After yeah. after you get the feet photos and then you just and then you reply pervert and then block them. Yeah. <laughs> Rent them out for later. Yeah. Sounds like you got experience with that. Do you want to see my foot? It's got a whole no. stack of foot photos right next to his desk. No, like, we're good. Hey, guys, in the Dropbox, I'll post the Dropbox link in the chat there. <laughs> Picture number 37, the corns will surprise you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just, yeah. Um, so do you want to give everybody your social media account and where they can actually uh, get a hold of you and uh, see these corn pictures? Um, so it's at <laughs> MCS Feet Picks, uh, which stands for My Corny Souls um, Feet Picks. Um <laughs> Uh, we've got, uh, we also have an only fans called MCS feet picks, um, 20 bucks a month. will get you just the most syrup, maple syrup covered feet you've ever seen. I'm getting this. He gets you custom requests. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the $30 a month. We'll yeah. Taylor and I will send you any. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Okay. That was your serious, real social media. Way. Yeah. Oh, so really real social media. So, um, well, moderate <laughs> your podcast um, on on social media. There, that's where you can find us. My personal, you know, me, uh, Mister Meat Shower, is where you can find me just autistically screeching into the void about God, these fucking plate companies. My God, um, but yeah, um, that's where you can find us. Speaking about you know social media too, uh, you know kind of talking about adriel about it but just like how, how important social media is to in these days to just network with other gun owners gun shooters and just growing the community like even though you know social media is probably one of the worst things to mental health ever it's actually one of the best tools we have as a gun community in canada to network and grow mm-hmm. it's good for your mental health to look at gun picks too and brag i i will agree so. with that well, mm, unless you start getting jealousy and then you just, you know, then you start crying that, how do we get to be a TAPC? <laughs> what are you doing for a job that I can't afford one? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, it's a terrific tool. If you, if you use right and you, you network it and you like just network out, reach out to people, 
yeah, but then again, vet because there's yeah. Um, with anything good, there's you know there's yin and yang. There's just, it comes to the end user of just doing some due diligence, which clearly the, the, sure. the Slam Fire Radio podcast into because they brought me on. So shame, shame. <laughs> and we recommended wish wish uh, wish right. for plates. So yeah. get off there, get out, get out on wish there, kids. Get your plates. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like you, you, the great thing about Wish is that you can do a bulk plate order. Like, you can buy, like, you know, you buy like 200 plates for the price 200 of plates for like 80 bucks. Wow. That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. And then you just stack, just like modern, modern warfare. Yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone. Just three plates, <laughs> four couple, plates. We're yeah. good to go. Yeah, just on the front, tape. not on the back. No, you got to lay away from anyone. We got a layer. Down. You don't get shot in the back. That's an extra 20 pounds that I don't want to carry. And I don't plan on getting shot in the back. Proceeds to get shot. Only cowards get shot in the back. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah especially especially in CQB and stuff like that. Or just just in a, in a 360 battle zone. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. Your only friends cowards. got wish trigger kits in their guns. Well, well we all know there's people that need to get a shot in the back. <laughs> well, the great thing about wish, I will say this. If you want to get a, if you want to get a switchy for your blicky, <laughs> it's so like you see the social media come out of Chicago, like you know, people on the south side of Chicago putting the wish the $30 wish.com switches on their clock, and it's like, <laughs> god damn it! Like, like I like it, it'd be great if just like it only shot like 10 rounds and then just like the entire you know slide of the Glock just explodes, <laughs> but uh, it's like, holy shit, like okay, you know what? I will eat a slice of humble pie every now and then, something on wish.com. Excuse me. Um, that that's something you can depend your life on. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Glock the switch. <laughs> the Glock switch, baby. The Glock switch. All right. Switch. Well, I, I'm supposed to be those. I should probably wrangle this in. Now that mm-hmm. we're talking about Glock switches. Glock switches. Don't buy them. Do not buy them. Don't you buy will them, end up on a list. You will end watch, up on a list. Yeah. Do go watch Donut Operators Glock switch video because it oh, is amazing. Yes. Yeah, best video ever. Just yeah, remember the solvent traps and what happened with those. Yeah, whatever you're never gonna hit anything. So (laughs) you're gonna get arrested, and even if you do shoot it, you're not gonna hit anything. So there's no point. It's just dumb. Do not buy a nine millimeter oil filter adapter and a wish.com switch in the same order. You will end up on a list. You will end up on a list. Yeah, yeah. You will have visitors. Yeah, delivered by the RCMP. They'll be they'll be wearing Arcteryx jackets and Solomon boots. And my brother in Christ, we know what those good guys are doing. Wow, you you have Arcteryx jacket, Solomon boots, and you have a very nice short haircut. Oh God! Damn it. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, at least shoot it once. <laughs> Here, Rod Gil- uh, Hello, Rod Giltaka. I'm gonna need that insurance. <laughs> I need. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Well, Pat, thanks for your insight on uh, on you know buy one. Oh, buy Dave, one put that away, please. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 um, it's very uh, distracting. Buy once, cry once. All I can see is that. So just stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, why don't we get into uh, some of our emails here? Adriel, can you read this email? Yes, I can. Thank uh, you. I've been enjoying the content this year. Kyle and Adriel have been delivering the extra information segments and interviews from Shot Show, plus the stage breakdowns show. It was great to hear from Trevor and his no bull take on archery and everything else. Hope to hear more from him and Dave. Hey, got the Dave on. Hi. Congratulations to Adriel on becoming a PAL instructor Woo-hoo. on the PAL instructor program. 
Sounds like there was a reluctance to certify new instructors for a long time. So it's great you're out training more shooters. I think that varies depending on the province. So I think Big some provinces there definitely is, and 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 some yeah. provinces are a little bit more open to getting more people through. Uh, have you considered running PAL courses in conjunction with Ladies Range Days, the university programs, or Maple Seeds? PAL course one day and Maple Seed the next for more actual basics of marksmanship, or offer a PAL as some sort of level two Ladies Day uh, a few weeks after Ladies Range Days. Something to keep people engaged after they get the bug. Thanks for yep. the great show, Aiden. Uh, I think that's some of that's going to happen naturally just because of how many there are. Um, yeah. There's naturally going to be some ladies days and maple seeds and that kind of thing that are like interspersed in there. I have a couple where it's like, yes, there's a maple seed and a pal course on the same day or sorry, yeah. on the same weekend. Yep. Um, Cause it makes it easier for me. Both my ranges are an hour drive. So if I can drive to one and then like camp uh, or drive to one and then that same day drive to another one and then set up camp that that works for yeah. me. So I'd rather do we, that kind of thing. Yeah. With the ladies days, we try and, do something with one of the instructors that's local too. So I know that Adriel, he usually volunteers for the Jazz Ladies Day. And now he can say, here's my card. You know what? If you really enjoyed this, come and take a PAL course with me. Right, yeah. Adriel? Yeah. Tony, the, the, the Sherwood Park range isn't in Sherwood Park. It's actually like 30 minutes east of Sherwood east. Park. So for me, it's about an hour. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Both of my ranges are an hour. It'd be cool to have a closer one, but the problem with that is a closer one would be getting hassled by neighbors and that kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas like the far away ones, they're out in the sticks. It's less people hassle. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's only 10 minutes away. It's a hassle. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> yeah. I'm an hour. Uh, I'm an hour. Yeah, like yeah. 10, 15 minutes. And yeah. It's all good. I can see mine from my guest room window. Wow. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, okay. All right. I think we've been keeping up with the uh, comments on Facebook. I know we're talking, some people were giving out Creed um, lyrics for a while there. It was awesome. Very Thank based chat. Mm -hmm. All right. YouTube, Kyle, uh, are you able to. I am on my tiny screen. I was going to say, Adriel, you want to I got it. it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Um, this one's from Eddie. Uh, oh, 10. Oh, yeah, that also count 10 days ago. Uh, group buys are a good way to save on price and shipping, but it has its drawbacks. I once bought ammo for a group of shooters, and it took one of them almost two years to pick up their share. Uh, I'm not going to drop a name, but he was a guest on your podcast. We've had a lot of guests. That doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> two years to pick up their share. Wow. At that point, that's mine now. If it's, yeah, a, good, if it's a good price, price. Yeah, that's mine I mean, now. Kudos, kudos to him to honor that, because, yeah, Two years? Yeah, sorry, that's gone. It's gone. Uh, it's new price. Up, nerd. No, it's a new, new price. price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same guy says it's easy to hit a gong at 200 yards with every shot using SKS. Just get a really big gong. Yeah. Mm, true. 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 Uh, you know, uh, like shooting the, it's not a gong, it's like an Ipsic steel uh, at my range at 200. I can hit that thing every time with my SKS. It's trivial. But that, it's a big target. You should be able to do that, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> keep buying guns after buyback. That's another guy. Tony's saying, my, maybe my SKS is really bad, but I'm one minute of capitalist pig at 100 meters. Yeah, you should be able to do that. In SKS, yeah. I mean, when the rifle is designed to shoot in dissidence in the head from two feet, eh, quality varies, accuracy varies. Oh, like, it, it's, it's like two to five MOA, somewhere in there. So yeah. at 200 meters, you're going to be hitting, you should be hitting steel um, with pretty much every shot. 
good. Correct. You know, I'm sure I'm mine at 200. Yeah. I can hit like a decent sized steel target. No problem. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. You should be able to do it every time. Anywho, that's all the comments from YouTube. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Um, let me look at what we're doing here. Um, all right. Thanks to everybody who is a Patreon supporter as well as player. If you'd like to support the show, uh, you can go on over to those sites and um, help us out there. Um, if you'd like to send us an email, send us an email at slamfireradio at gmail.com. You can even comment on our YouTube as well as our player, and we'll read it on the show as well. Don't forget to go to our website. And if you're looking for something from Cabela's, click on the link at and then it'll give us a little bit of money. And every once in a while, we will talk about all that stuff that you've been buying and sometimes make fun of you and sometimes not. So remember, don't be cheap. Cry once, buy once. No, buy the crap. I love seeing the crap on there. <laughs> also remember, there's a Cabela's link on there as well. Or not, yeah. no, it's uh, Brownells. Brownells. Oh, uh, why don't we have a Wish affiliate list? So the plates. <laughs> no, I know okay. Guy. We're gonna not. Yeah. We're not doing Alibaba. We're not doing Timu. We're not doing Wish. We're not doing any of that shit. We're not putting any affiliate links on there. <laughs> Buy your clock selector switches. User. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an RCMP sting operation. I repeat, this is not an RCMP sting operation. We have vetted this ourselves. It is good. <laughs> do not recommend. Although. Jeez. Okay. Why don't we start talking about some shout outs? Uh, Pat, why don't we, uh, do you got any shout outs? Um, Yeah. I'd like to give, again, Misty Mountain Supply. Um, Again, good friend of mine, but also a big supporter of the shooting community, as well as, uh, you know, good gear that Mm -hmm. doesn't break the bank. Uh, off spec war um, is doing some terrific stuff here in BC and good, like stop the bleed training as well, as well as first aid kits. Um, Canadian multi-gun who's putting on uh winter brutality next weekend. Um, Canadian multi-gun is doing some terrific stuff as well. want to give a oh. big shout out to them. Um, and uh, also to, you know, how often does a range get, um, get a, a shout out on here abbotsford range abbotsford fishing game club or whatever uh the range in abbotsford i've been there shooting many a times it is a terrific range if you ever get the opportunity to shoot there it is an absolute treat the bathrooms there this side of the ritz they have de-letting soap they're 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 climate controlled oh. bathrooms that's oh yeah those those are uh and and to lloyd my friend lloyd field in here uh, lloyd field who's been in the chat who's uh been a good friend uh he's my my camera dude lloyd love you kisses <laughs> awesome well, to be honest climate controlled washrooms in abbotsford's pretty easy oh no dude in the summertime there oh yeah w- would you rather take a poop in a climate controlled bathroom or sit over top of the stink hole when it's 37 degrees out with 100% humidity. I like flushing toilets, just saying. There you go. Yeah. If you have them, the women will come, by the way. Yeah. We're not all that. toilets at Sherwood Park in the clubhouse. This is house hours. Yeah, running water. Adriel, what about you? I to a gun club that doesn't have flushing toilets. Uh, <laughs> most of them don't. Most of them don't. Uh, yeah, just shout out to Tracy and some of the other people who commented on that uh, Facebook photo. Wonderful. 
<laughs> she was sitting there with the popcorn. Oh, look at me. <laughs> look, look at, at the me idiots. The popcorn. <laughs> it was awesome. Thank you to everybody who was commenting at all. Again, traffic was incredible. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, Dave, what about you? I'm still going to call you idiots for getting upset about it. because <laughs> <laughs> Dummies. Anyway. That doesn't sound like a very liberal thing to say. Oh, I'm sorry. That sounds I, mean, right well, I, didn't, I didn't misgender them or anything. I can still say, yeah, idiots, gender neutral. I can say that. It yes. is. Yeah, it is. Excellent. Uh, thank you to Pat for hanging out with us. It was a thank great show, man. It was awesome. Yeah. Great guest. Uh, AI for being hilariously terrible. I've been doing a bunch of AI work at, uh, at work as part of my role, and some of the stuff is just so god-awful terrible and offensive it is just the best <laughs> thing ever i threw in randomly the other day into dally just a really slight ai joke uh not a joke but just a comment uh somebody made a joke about murphy so i typed in draw a picture of murray murphy kicking somebody in the nuts an irish man named murphy and it's a guy with a tankard of ale and a green jacket and a little green bowler hat kicking some guy in the head. And I'm, nice. That is amazing. Nice. So stereotypes are alive and well. Thank you, AI. I love you. Uh, and uh, to Kelly and Scott, friends of mine who are listening tonight and commenting in the nice. chat. So, hey, guys, thanks for listening. Every time somebody said Kelly, I'm going, it's like, huh? What? Kelly? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Kelly and Scott, for listening to Mo. What about you? I uh, just saw the folks that put on the matches on the weekend. I know a lot of effort goes into that. So yeah, <laughs> thank you. And Kyle. Uh, well, I'll follow along and say uh, everyone, both passionate and observant, who commented on the uh, photo from Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank Pat for coming on. It was a awesome conversation. I apologize for making you all dumber. From my, from my rant, rant but yeah, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> I didn't know. And which then one uh, tonight, I'll so shout out uh, Kevin and the rest of the crew in Carlsbad for taking up the slack when I was out of town for work. Wonderful. Okay. Well, hopefully you'll be back in the next little bit. Yeah, hopefully. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us tonight, uh, even though you're traveling and coming on. It was great to see you and great to see everybody on tonight. Uh, conversation was really fun. So I just want to give a shout out to everybody that uh, all my co-hosts tonight. Um, yeah. And Pat, it was fun. So thank you as well. Thank and you. I do want to give a shout out to Robitussin who's uh, uh, getting me through this podcast. So. <laughs> thank you, Robitussin. Yeah, Robitussin. <laughs> the, the, the official anti-inflammatory of Slampire Radio. I get tried Sprite, making some making some Diet Coke style lean. Just you know, you no, you fun. know what? Diet Coke. Yeah, I have that some of that in the fridge. I'll do a cocktail of Robitussin. Yeah, I get the All mucus right. and phlegm one. It's delicious. That sounds good. It sounds good. Do a hottie toddy. Anyways, Wayne was on to something with that whole mixing cough syrup and then rum. <laughs> And on that note, in there, some rum. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, all doctor approved advice. Make sure you do this. This was approved by doctors. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Medical show. Yeah. And if you really, like, you know, if you really want to make sure it works, just put a little Jägermeister in there too. It, it will oh. knock that cold out. Yeah. Then yeah. get on Wish and buy some stuff. No. No. Specifically nine millimeter oil filter threads. <laughs> <laughs> no. Again, bliss, right? Can't do that. Uh, uh, please note the show. All right. For purposes only. Thank you, Dave. <laughs>
You're welcome. <gasps> All right. So go on and check us out on uh, Discord. Uh, you're going to be talking to Kyle and Adriel over there because none of us else. <laughs> I'm on there, but I'm not really. <laughs> I have it on my computer, but I only use it Friday nights for a gaming thing for a couple I don't, hours with some buddies. And I always I forget to click on the Slack one channel. No. Um, and go check out this uh, few pictures with uh, Pat there and join the CCFR. And guess what, everybody? We're going to see you next week. So have a great night. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.